Let me know if you can hear me well, because that intro was like super loud in my ears, but it's super low on <laughs> but my mic is super low. So I need to get the mic closer to my face. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Um, and let me know if it's challenging to hear. All right. So like I said, today, I just kind of wanted to talk about, uh, do you feel a part of America? Do you feel a part of the patriotism? Do you feel a part? Or are you kind of like here? Um, okay, cool. Thank you, Lisa. <clears throat> here as a spectator, here just, you know, I'm I'm just here so I don't get arrested. You know, hey, if I had someplace better to go, I'd probably go. You know, are you, do you feel that way? Those that are listening, those on the replay, let me know. I want to know your feelings. I want to know how you feel about the place that you're living in. This is for my, my Americans. And if you're abroad um, and you've lived here, I want to know that as well. I want to know if there's a difference from where you're at to being here in America. So that's that's kind of the conversation I want to have. And like I said, I watched the Benjamin Crump um, documentary, and it it was good. It was it was interesting. Like I said, I didn't see it all, but it was interesting some of the perspective. And he's talking. This is this is what we're gonna do. This is how we do it. <laughs> I think because everybody's everybody's up in the house. <laughs> Normally everybody's not up, so they're sucking on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> so as long as you can hear me, that's all that matters. Um, let me know if it goes bad. Uh, but definitely he talked about you know just kind of getting cases to pay rent and then moving into okay. Mom of course said, Yes, I feel a part of America. Awesome, awesome. I, I love to hear that. Um and so, you know, he, but he was building up funds to do more civil rights cases and, and just, just to have, because if you know about um, cases like that, awesome. If you know about cases that are like these civil rights cases and things of that nature, after entities have money, he's doing it um, for free until there's a judgment. And yes, I think he's he may be at 38%. And I remember some time ago we talked about it and someone had an issue with it. But honestly, like I had an opportunity to speak to someone that does personal injury. Or no, that doesn't do. He said he did a little. He just says it's it can be a good payout, but you gotta wait until everything is done. And you gotta remember, he said, not only are you know, you have the case, you win the case. But if the company or entity appeals, you're still waiting. You're still waiting for your for your payday. And now you got to go back to it. You got to do more research. Now it's another court case. That's more people. That's experts. That's this. That's that. He said it's a lot of money going out before anything comes back in. Um, so that's what he was talking about, you know, kind of breaking down the financial obligation. He said that's why it's 38% because I need to not only I get paid, but I got to pay the people around me. Um, and then of course there's some that he has to pay out of pocket to get them to be the expert or to look over certain things and to analyze and stuff like that. And I say all that to say, um, you know, Benjamin Crump, you know, he's, he's the most well-known attorney and there's, there's probably other 
civil rights or uh, basically civil rights attorneys that are, that are pressing out there. He's just the most well-known because he's taken the cases that we know the most about, um, the Trayvon Martins, um, the Eric Gardner's and things of that nature. Uh, so it's, it's important. It's important that we understand, understand our part. Do I feel a part? There, there are times that I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do to change certain parts of the system, right? Tragedy is going to happen. You know, there could be anomalies, but some things just seem systematic. Um, it's the systematic part that, and I know it's systematic and system and systemic. I, I, there's a difference, <laughs> but I, I say systematic. That's part of the, part of the system or society um, that is built on a certain thinking or a certain nature. Um, and unfortunately, when you get people that have the biases that that buy into this system, it it makes for a very volatile area for someone of color to live in, um, and you have tragedies that constantly happen because you have folks that that are just biased and racist and things of that nature. Um, and so I don't know, like I feel apart sometimes, but it's hard to buy in all the way. And, you know, like, I was talking about the videos that may come back. It's all good. It's, I just feel like, you know, I want to buy in, but to feel apart all the way. Like, I do have some stock in this space, <laughs> you know, from living here, my ancestors, my family, you know, I have some stock in this space. What up, Richard? Um, and I feel like, you know, we we as a, as a people just need to be vigilant. You know, we need to be aware. We need to know what's going on. Um, and like I said, watching that documentary, he said, you know, he's trying to like literally... And these are my words and hit it put together with his words, kind of like bankrupt the the racist structure, right? To make it harder for those that want to do injustice to, to rethink their strategy, you know, because if you're a police department that's gotten sued so much, you know, because there's insurance for that stuff. But just like any accident, every time, you know, the insurance gets hit, you know, your liability is higher. The underwriters see you as as something else <laughs> in the Facebook space. Um, so, you know, we we have to constantly attack the system. And so he's attacking he's attacking the pockets. I think in this generation, we're attacking the pockets. Um, I think there needs to come a point where we are actively getting into the litigation, um, affecting more district attorneys' offices. You know, and most most district attorneys, you vote them in. Most of them, I think. You know, I don't say all. I think most of them you vote in. Um, uh, let's see. He said, "Isn't there a no-go zone for all kinds of people, including Latino and white people too?" As everyone, um, what you mean, like segregated areas? Is that is that what you're talking about, Richard? I know. I hate the the delay in comments because. <laughs> You'll hear this in about 15 seconds later. Then you got to think about typing in if you're not already typing it in. Um, so, you know, I, I, I feel like we just need to be vigilant in what we do. We need to be vigilant in, in the fight 
or, or at least you have to pay attention. Um, we can't let stuff just slide by. We can't get caught up in the victory. You know, when, when, if, if there's a candidate or a position that wins it, that gets in the ballot or, or something, a amendment is passed, you know, we can't rest. You understand what I'm saying? We have to be focused. Okay. What's the next, what's the next step? What's the next step? We have to always, you know, be vigilant because even those that, that have lived, you know, the Karens, they live in good neighborhoods and they watch always on the watch, always on the lookout, you know, <laughs> ready to call the cops when they see something strange. Real talk, we need to kind of have some Karen like behaviors. We need to pay attention because we don't a lot. We pass things. I know I have past things, past things until, you know, things multiply, things get worse because we don't say anything. A lot of our neighborhoods are bad because we don't say anything. And I know sometimes people feel like, ah, yeah, nothing will change. It doesn't matter what I do, but it does. Um, let's see. Anyone's focus somewhere is sort of no go. Have to be aware. Okay, so Richard says, and Richard's over there in the UK says yes, and otherwise in Bristol, UK, forty-five nationalities, ninety-one languages spoken. Some areas are sort of a no-go or have to be very aware and careful. So my question is, Richard, so you're saying like you're entering an area where you're not of the right nationality and there's problems and situations. That's what you're talking about. I do understand that, but we need to eradicate a lot of things like that because that's a that's a systemic, <laughs> systematic issue because it needs to change. Things like that, that's, you know, a lot of... You know, the South, not as not as bad as New York. And I'm always jump on and I'm from there. <laughs> it's segregated. Like you have countless stories of folks being in the wrong area. In the wrong area. Because, you know, can be dicey. Yeah, like I, I believe that stuff needs to be eradicated. That's some of the problem as well. That's a huge, huge problem. I'm an American. I'm legally here. I should be able to go anywhere on public streets outside of private property. I'm just, this is it. (laughs) He said, man, New York looks interesting. It is. It's a very interesting place. Very segregated. They talked about Buffalo because now now the light was on Buffalo and your problem's been there for a long time. You know, like most things you see, especially stuff like that that's happened in Buffalo, it's always a a reaction. It's always a spillover. Things are always bubbling. Nothing just happens. Understand me. When riots break out, and it just that riot riots and just oh my gosh, we're gonna ride today because of it. Nah, it was over time. It was over time. Yeah, but it's it, it's it's a it's a testament to what New York is. I'm I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying, and you don't you don't really realize what New York really is until you move, and then you go back. It's like, hmm, wow, <laughs> America has bamboozled us to think the worst is down south. That's all I'm, at, and that's that's where I stand. That's where I stand. Blessing, Cheryl. Good morning. Good morning from California. I remember you. I know. <laughs> um, Yes, Buffalo incident very upset, found upsetting. Indeed, indeed, it's indicative of 
culture is indicative of what what happens when you say New York, are you referring to the city or the state? The state. The state. <laughs> the state. Good morning, Pastor. Um, yeah. I'm I'm the, the state, including the city, the five boroughs. They've had their section. I mean, they probably because of gentrification, things have shifted, you know, and I and probably like the gentrified areas. Not as segregated because, you know, you got gentrification, you got old school neighbors, you know, so it's kind of a, a blended mix. <laughs> I was just said it's holidays. So I can come on with you guys. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, this was going to be like just a, a short show, you know, unless people start piling in and, you know, I get excited. So in New York, where you say great areas to go, the areas you have to be super alert. Oh, as a visitor? Um, it's changed. I mean, hanging out in the tourist spots, you'll see Manhattan, good tourist areas, some parts of Harlem, um, you know, but hey, good morning. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Uh, there are, there are some, there's some good, you know, Long Island's decent. Like I said, it's just, it's just a segregation, you know, it's a nighttime hangout. I mean, for you, Rich, you, you probably pretty much be straight a lot of places, but you know, like I said, it's it's a divide. It's been a divide. Um, oh, yeah, right. Every, and and I, and I think that's every place, every state. It all depends what place you go to. Yeah, you know, um, I really can't speak to no goes because, like I said, with gentrifying, you know, you know what happened with gentrification. You know, people get pushed out. The police ramp up. <laughs> you know, so they're more apt to clean up these areas. So, you know, it's never like a good cleanup. It's more of a Let's push this over to another borough. <laughs> let's, push, let's push these folk here. You know, yeah. Queens is decent. I mean, but Queens broken up. There's Astoria. There's different, you know, Heights. It's Queen Bridge. <laughs> yes. And, and as far as Queensbridge, it's still Queensbridge. I don't think they've changed that. All that Nyes and <laughs> Nyes. Nyes. And those folks, yeah, it's still the same. But, um, <laughs> It's, you know, like I said, I I feel like, like I said, we got to just be aware, be mindful, think about, you know, what's going on. And, you know, Pastor always says, you know, don't, don't get, don't rest in your laurels. When we have a win, you know, always know we have to keep fighting. We have to keep pushing. Um, should, wait, let's see. It should be that way. Anthony and Brian should be able to go anywhere. It's nice. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, Mike says, I tell tells my friends used to start seeing the mural murals and shoes on <laughs> Listen, that's real talk. That's real talk. Right. A lot of rest in peace and you see yeah. That's yo, that's good, Mike Michael. I never thought about that. I never but that is true. Right. Any spot you start seeing a lot of murals. And I mean, that means it's always going down here, either from others or police. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> You're right. That's good. That's good. That is true. That is true. That is true. Man, that is absolutely. It's like going through my head, thinking about all the areas I've seen the murals and the. <laughs> just the <laughs> Has anybody ever done that? Let me ask. And what does it have a symbolization? What is, does it mean? Something? What does the Shoes on the power line, me never done it, seen it periodically. 
Um, hey, Samantha. I know. <laughs> um, so I've never done. I always wonder what if it had some meaning or, or meant something. But I just want to come on, come on today and tell you guys, happy July 4th. Um, I'm not trying to take away from independence and things of that nature. I just kind of want to put a thought, you know, just feeling apart, just feeling apart. Um, let's see. He said, we've seen them. I just know they be coming in. <laughs> You're not, you will not be pouring anything out. Oh, out for me. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. He said, Richard says in UK, shoes online equals drug, drugs area. Wow. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Could be. It could be a coalition. Um, let me know, like you guys, if you've seen the shoes on the line, what did it mean for you? I guess in a locale, you know, it might it might have just a broad symbolization. I have no idea. I feel like I need to Google that. What does that mean? You know, because I've seen it periodically. Like it could be someone has passed, someone died in the area that that makes sense. You take take your homeboy's shoes and throw them up there. I guess because I've seen them. Um, he said, when the street lights come on, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so when the street lights come on, I know it's time to leave those areas. Listen, <laughs> I remember being in an area with my family in Chicago. It was, listen, I didn't want to get out of my car in the daytime, in the daytime. I was like, you know, I felt like a punk because I was like, I'm from New York, but I can't. Mm-mm. <laughs> this don't look right. This don't look right. Um, But yeah, so today I just kind of want you to enjoy your fourth. You know, pour out, pour out some, uh, some, uh, some Kool Aid lemonade for me. <laughs> um, uh, have a have a good fourth. Hopefully, you guys are are at at home or going places that are great. He said, "Man, that's bad." Right, right, Richard, that is bad. Um, I want you guys to enjoy your day. I appreciate you guys for being here, supporting us, being a part of Brother Legacy, especially coming on during the holidays. I'm sure some of y'all want to probably sleeping late, but some probably just automatically get up i feel like the older you get you just you just get up <laughs> just you program you just i get up early get things done honestly i found out like early everywhere if you get before 12 you can kind of bypass all the traffic <laughs> get out before everybody else does um but enjoy your fourth do something great um hang out with fam if you have not if you're not seen your family in a while call them tell them, tell them that you love them or at least thinking about them Prayerfully, you love them. They haven't gotten driven you crazy yet. Um, but enjoy this day. Uh, the thing is, you know, my my goal is to come on and kind of encourage, inspire, and to to motivate you to just do something different. You know, our our communities are in need of folks being in touch with what's going on. You know, just just touching your community, being there, being open. He said. He said, "I saw this post. I have." An automatic alarm clock. I call it my blood. <laughs> so yes, barbecue. Yes, indeed, barbecue. <laughs> yes, indeed, Mike. We safe. Um, listen, we appreciate you guys for being here. Um, make sure you share. It's a quick one. I just wanted to come shout you guys. So I won't be on tomorrow. We we'll see you guys on Wednesday. Um, you continuously be blessed. Keep pushing. Keep growing. As always, know that we love you. God loves you more. Continue to stay safe. And I do feel a part of America. It's just moments. <laughs> it's just the moments, you know. 
it's just moments I have. And it's like, man, man, oh, man. Um, and stay connected to us. Text LW into 84576. Text LW into 84576. Never miss a broadcast. Never miss what's happening with the brothers. All right. So we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. No. What's today? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, same time, 9 a.m. All right. Again, know that we love you. God love you more. Stay safe. Popping fireworks. I don't know. Careful. Just be careful. Don't do nothing crazy. Hang on with folks that kind of know what they're doing. <laughs> kind of. Peace out.